Hello, everybody. Thank you so very much for being with me. Appreciate your time. Um, I'd like to uh, talk about this story. It's quite interesting of what is going on with this presidential debates. Um, Bebek uh, really pushed the envelope again, and I think um, it's something that uh, we are seeing. Um, I don't think they're going to go... In my uh, humble opinion, I don't think they're going to go anywhere, um, but they're making, or he is making, a name for himself. The other story I want to talk to you guys about, uh, which I think is quite interesting, is the remarks by President Biden on urging Congress to pass um, to pass a bill to continue funding Ukraine. Uh, I've spoken about this, but this is... Um, Something that probably not whole media has been speaking about. I mean, there's a little bit of bits and pieces here and there, uh, but not 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 quite um, a lot. And these are the two major points I want to really uh, emphasize because uh, we know as of now that uh, everybody is running for the presidency of the United States. And who do I have so far as left is Nikki Haley and uh, Ron DeSantis Vivek uh, and Chris Christie the former governor of New Jersey uh, which by the way he has like a, what maybe 2% in the polls so at uh, this point of the race I mean shoot Dude, people are not really following you. Just drop it now, you know. But anyhow, uh, again, I can't I emphasize this enough. This guy, be back. Uh, he's a great speaker, and he has like quick uh, way of saying things. But only that, really getting into the media, really hard, like pushed in the envelope. And that's what I think I like it the best about him because he is just emphasizing the points, the point that uh, we are not as people in living here in America that we're not, or here in the United States, I should say, that we're not being seen, we're not heard or pay attention to. And um, these are these are good ways to attack uh, the media. So the next clip I'm going to actually present to you guys is when he's discussing something and um, he gets added to hit at Chris Christie. And I really love what he said. Check this out. If you want to disagree on issues, that's fine. And Nikki and I disagree on some issues. But I'll tell you this, I've known her for 12 years, which is longer than he's even started to vote in a Republican primary. And while we disagree about some issues and we disagree about who should be president of the United States. By the way, this is Chris Christie speaking to me back. We don't disagree on is this is a smart, accomplished woman. You should stop insulting. So I'm going to take this. Right there. First of all, Chris Christie also doesn't know 
Jesse experience was closing a bridge from New Jersey to New York. Yeah. So do everybody a favor. Just walk yourself off that stage, enjoy a nice meal, yeah. and get the hell out of this yeah. race. Yeah. When it comes to Nikki, I think if you're going to actually send your sons and daughters well, to go well, die in somebody else's board. Well, well, excuse voting. me, Chris, I'm speaking, and I'm not done yet. I you haven't heard the time when you want to be done. So listen up to this. Is If these people want to send your sons and daughters to go die in Ukraine, They've been arguing for it for a year. $200 billion of our taxpayer money sent over. Neither of them could even name for you the provinces that they actually want to protect. And this is the people who have been touting their so-called foreign policy experience. It is intellectual fraud. These people are lying to you, the same people who told you about weapons and mass destruction in Iraq to justify that invasion, didn't know the first thing about it, yet they sent thousands of our sons and daughters to go die. The same people who told you the same in Afghanistan, where the Taliban is still in charge 20 years later. Seven trillion of our national debt due to these toxic neocons. You can put lipstick on a Dick Cheney, it is still a fascist neocon. Thank and you. you so uh, one thing I wanted to point out is Vivek seems to have, by the way, before I even say what I'm going to say, is that Vivek and Nikki Haley, they're both Indian descent. But um seems like Vivek seems to have a very uh, strong hold on attacking Nikki Haley because in the comments that he, he mentioned was that she was... Uh, she was not wealthy. As soon as it gets out of government, she gets uh, all these deals and all this money comes to her hands. And that's the reason why Bebek thinks the Nikki Haley is sold out. Sold out in the exchange of, hey, you know what, just scratch my back, I'll scratch your back for you. If the company wants to do business with her, and she's going to do her best to actually help the company and at, at the government level because government passes laws or passes contracts and obviously that's how these games are, are work. That's how these games are played, as you say. So the next piece I'm going to read is from the Newsweek and in one of the pieces it says, As Haley campaigns closer to the gap between the former Carolina governor and the Santos, the race is on up to the Iowa caucus January 15th for the second place in the GOP primaries. Neither candidate shows a likely chance of catching up to Donald Trump, who has Wednesday is polls at 59% and an average across major national polls according to the 538 assessment. Aaron Call, politician commentator and director of the debate program at the University of Michigan, told Newsweek that DeSantis shows a momentum from his debate later week with California Governor Newsom. Nothing that Florida Governor often cracks a smile what the other three candidates picked up their attack on Haley. And uh, for what I got to see, yeah, they picked on, on Haley quite a, a bit. The only one in defense of Haley was Chris Christie because Ramaswamy actually called Haley a corrupt politician sold to, well, top dollar donors. Uh, in this case, the Wall Street was the top donors. Now, the one uh, thing that I got to see was quite interesting in this debate. Haley never... Uh, punch back like she should have have 
but she didn't have like I mean you have to see this to to actually pay attention her her demeanor she didn't have like an attack back at Ramaswamy saying no that's a lie you're lying in front of national TV or you're not saying the facts the way they should or nothing to that sort of you know this is one of the things that you got to pay attention when and there's a saying when you hear the waters because there's rocks underneath so that's probably something that we have to pay attention if we're going to vote for somebody but i doubt i doubt any of those people in in the stage actually going to get to the finals to be honest what the news week is basically expressing is uh donald trump is the big winner even though he was not in the debate donald trump on the other hand has basically said that hey i don't i don't want to waste my time here uh, there's nothing i can say uh i have a lot of followings not only that he said i have a big lead over any of my contenders any of them now he had um, an interview with Sean Hannity uh, from Fox News, and uh, I want you to hear what he had to say. Check this out. The media has been focused on this and attacking you yeah. under no circumstances. You are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody, except for day one. Except for, he's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. We're closing the border and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that, I'm not a dictator. Okay. Fox News contributor and columnist for The Messenger, Joe Concha, joins us now. Joe, when we say that that moment caught everybody's attention, we mean that it caught the media's attention. The New York Times has a headline, Trump deflects question on retribution and law-breaking at town hall. CNN, Trump sidesteps question when asked if he plans to abuse powers if re-elected. And Rolling Stone's headline, Trump to Hannity on whether he'll abuse power as president. And they included a shrug emoji. Also, uh, the Biden campaign posted on social media that Trump said that he'd be a dictator on day one. Is that your uh, assessment of what he said? No, not at all, Carly. Uh, he was saying, and th what I took away from it before you read those headlines, that he would likely use executive orders to close the border and drill, drill, drill back here in America again. And, and of course, the easiest bet you could make is seeing on other networks this morning having a complete and total meltdown over that comment when they know exactly what he meant. All while ignoring this fact. I can guarantee you, you won't see this in any stories and you will not hear this on any other networks. Joe Biden signed more executive orders and actions in his first 100 days, including multiple executive orders and actions on day one than Trump or Obama or George W. Bush. So, so much for the whole dictator thing. Uh, overall, I think that Trump showed even more energy than usual. He fed off the crowd in ways uh, which was extremely passionate, by the way, his, the crowd that was there, as we saw. And, and we would never see that kind of crowd or reaction with the current president. Uh, overall, Trump sounded like a guy with the wind at his back, uh, and that wind is real, as we're seeing in poll after poll, especially in swing states, and perhaps that's why you see such a panic on the Democratic side in terms of that dictator comment, totally. but clearly Trump was exactly It was a joke. Like, it was a joke. He was talking about yeah. policy, and now the media is making and, something out of nothing. And as Carly gave me the look, Joe, you literally took the Obviously, it's uh, the media going really, really crazy on this whole except for day one, 
type of uh, chat that he had with Sean Henry and check what's going on with them. Really, I mean, they said some things. Check what they're saying. With Sean Hannity, Donald Trump refused to directly deny that he would abuse power if he got elected for a second term. And he did that not once, which you just experienced, he did that twice. You know, one thing that uh, the left media has, it's um, promoting the a lot of this, this lied or made up things. And also, you can sense that the fear, because he's really high on the polls, and they have to make something of, make anything out of nothing to make him seem like he's the bad or the evil guy, and that he's going to do this and he's going to do that. Unfortunately, you know, the one thing that we get to see is how they distort the truth so I play the clip in front of you and then I play the clip where the left the media they are the ones twisting it we're thinking or saying things like that but when the other side does it does the same thing it's nothing they don't they don't call it so I'm gonna leave it that go to the next story which is very important there's um, Joe Biden speaking to the nation about Congress and they want to continue to support Ukraine. I spoke about this before. Ukraine has nothing to give anymore. The amount of people, they depleted their army. They don't have enough people. Uh, they're using uh, teenagers. They've using women, they've using um, even very uh, elderly people to try to do this this work with no with with not actually gaining anything back. There's not enough people, and who is getting all the money is the politicians, corrupt politicians within Ukraine. So I want you to hear this clip that Joe Biden had to say. attacks a NATO ally, if he keeps going, and then he attacks a NATO ally, well, we've committed as a NATO member that we defend every inch of NATO territory, then we'll have something that we don't seek and that we don't have today, American troops fighting Russian troops. Wait one minute. Did he just said the American troops will be fighting Russian troops? Oh, let, let's let's hear it again. Check it out. American troops fighting Russian troops. Yes, he did. He said that. 
the president seems to be so um, out of his league and the way he thinks because there's no way Congress is going to prove that American troops in this I mean in a way he is pushing Congress to say this is the way you got to vote we got to keep on um, giving them money or Russia is going to come all the way all the way to the US to fight or let's let's put it the other way we're gonna go over there and fight them but you know what's gonna happen if that's happened China's gonna get in the middle to support Russia that's what's gonna happen do you remember if the memory doesn't fail us all in the media was so abrupted about Donald Trump being in the White House because he was gonna take us into World War three but that didn't happen that didn't happen at all as a matter of fact he in these last year uh, he uh, did some agreements for peace agreements within the, the Arab countries to do business with Israel that's something no other president has been able to do or has done but the the point here is that the media has continued and will continue to hate on the guy because he, he actually tries to tell the facts and since the media doesn't like it uh, well the media will continue to make a little thing huge humongous I mean bigger than and bigger and bigger bigger and bigger but the thing is that Biden's not alone conglomerate and uh, in in the group that are surrounds him uh, within the government itself um, are basically with him um, if you think there's no corruption here is where I think that there is well, here is John Kirby, who is the um, assistant to the Secretary of Defense, speaking on behalf. Check this out. Make no mistake, Selena. He hasn't given up his strategic goal of subjugating the entire country. He doesn't believe it ought to exist as a sovereign state. And so we can't support Ukraine. Their chief advisor yesterday said they're likely to lose this war if they lose U.S. support. And Putin gets all of Ukraine, then what? Then where does he go? Because right then, he's up against the eastern flank of NATO. And if you think the cost of supporting Ukraine is high now, just imagine how much higher it's going to be. Not just in national treasure, but in American blood. If he starts going after one of our NATO allies, because as the president also said, we take our Article 5 commitments very seriously. And what we've had over the last two years is a Ukraine, a Ukrainian military actually calling back territory and pushing back Russian aggression without any foreign uh, boots on the ground, including no American boots. Uh, American boots would very much have to be involved if Mr. Putin is let to have this uh, strategic victory in Ukraine and then perhaps goes after one of our NATO allies. Okay, so there's what he just basically said was there's no money, we're gonna send troops. That's exactly what he said. In a lot, lot less words. I don't agree with that. It's intimidation by this guy. 
within the U.S. It's holy cow. I guess we're going to war, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, uh, how else? Because I don't know how much money. There's a lot of people in Congress that say, no, we ain't giving you nothing. Uh, we're done. We gave more money instead of to them, Ukraine, than to actually us. Uh, there's roads to be fixed. There's hospitals to be built. And many, many, many more things that we have to do here in America. But here is something interesting that I want to read for you guys. So, in Washington, D.C., December 6th, as the news comes from Rotor, an emergency spending bill to provide billions of dollars in new security assistance for Ukraine and Israel was blocked in the U.S. Senate on Wednesday as Republicans pressed their demands for tougher measurements to control immigration at the U.S. borders with Mexico. So, in this bill also, Chuck Schumer voted no. I would, he is a Democrat. And also, Senator Bernie Sanders, also Democrat. So, um, the vote was uh, 49 in favor and 51 against it, leaving the $110.5 billion measures short of 60 votes needed in the 100-member Senate to pave the way to the start debate. Thithering President Joe Biden pushed to provide new aid before the end of 2023. And the fact of the matter is uh, Ukraine doesn't have, um, well, doesn't have the, the army or the soldiers or uh, the people to fight uh, Russia anymore. And that uh, leaves us to believe that, that this war is just about going to finish. Well, I'm going to leave it there for today, and uh, we'll catch you uh, pretty soon. Till next time, bye-bye.